I don't want to believe you. Well, I believe I can fly. <laughs> anyway, we just got finished seeing Blade Runner, and it's time to introduce ourselves. Start us off. I'm not Chris. Uh, just so you guys know, Chris is <laughs> Yeah, <on>. we... <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Thanks, Josh. To give you guys a quick... Uh, Introductions don't go with the list of the people I'm not. <laughs> I want our listeners to know, you know, kind of going into this before we even get our introductions in, this is going to be a spoiler-free podcast. But uh, unlike our usual podcast, which have a break and then we get into our spoiler-filled thoughts, because Chris cannot be here for this early recording, we're going to give our early thoughts on the movie spoiler-free, and then at a later time next week, we will release a new podcast that has all of our spoiler-filled thoughts. So, which which is important. And normally, you know, if one of us couldn't make it, we just say, "Ah, screw that guy. We're recording the podcast anyway." But if you go back and listen to our previous episode in which we review the 1982 final cut of Blade Runner, uh, Chris is really the only one who stands up for it. And so we all thought it was pretty important that he be on our review for the new one, seeing as he's really the only person that fought for it or gave it a positive review. (laughs) So we're going to see if that holds true for the new version, uh, Blade Runner 2049. That just came out. Yes, correct. And speaking of which, who are we? I'm Rick Fox. I'm an aspiring author, and I didn't think of something to say. Uh, I have a wooden horse. Next. (laughs) I'm Josh Birch, an analyst here in Nashville, and uh, I like fighting in the ocean. Hi, I'm Binge. I'm also an analyst here in Nashville, and this this movie took way too long. (laughs) (laughs) And we're opinionated. It stars Ryan Gosling, Dave Bautista, Robin Wright, Harrison Ford, and a bunch of other people that don't really matter to the story that much. A young Blade Runner's discovery of a long-buried secret leads him to track down former Blade Runner Rick Deckard, who's been missing for 30 years. Well, there you go. Uh, I should have just said, and I'm Deckard. Yeah, and you're Deckard? That yeah. That would have been perfect. <laughs> okay, so like you said, this first portion... or. Uh, not the first portion, the entire thing is going to be spoiler-free since this is an abbreviated abbreviated version of our first impressions. My first impression was, good lord, this movie is long. It's close to three hours. It does not need to be close to three hours. It really doesn't. I I agree with the both of you in the fact that it does not need to be this long, but I actually felt, for the most part, like there was something going on during the entire movie. There was just very brief moments where I was like, okay, we get it. This is a beautiful and big place. Let's move along. But but I felt like the, like the story as opposed to the first one seemed like it was moving along with everything that was like everything that was actually happening had a reason for as, the most part. As someone who heavily criticized the story of the first one, I'm going to go ahead and say that this story is a lot more comprehensible and a lot more interesting in a lot of ways. Um, it does take a really long time to unfold, and there are parts of it that you can see coming for 20 minutes before you actually get to the point where they say on screen the thing that you figured out 20 minutes ago. But that said, as a whole, I think it's actually a really interesting story, and if it wasn't nearly three hours, I'd be interested to watch it again and, and kind of pick up on parts of it again. Yeah, I, I think... For me, it's similar to what I thought of the original one, where um, 
where the visuals and the sound design and the music are really the strong points for me. Because uh, I wouldn't necessarily go with the sound design. In some, this one, really? some of the music was good, but the sound... When over like half of your movie, when you're getting from one scene to the other, there's this big throughout the like half, like throughout pretty much every single time that they're traveling someplace. Uh-huh. That's not good. I like that. It. That's filler. I, I that. It's 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 noise filler my, that's my, unnecessary okay. and it's annoying. Here's after- my thought on it though. I appreciate that in this movie, just like I appreciate the scenes where it's kind of sprawling and it's showing you the setting because I think it's really cool to see this futuristic setting that's not post-apocalyptic it's just this is a world where technology has gone to such a point where it's just kind of it's it influences everyone all the time but it's not post-apocalyptic per se i mean there are like it was there are it feels like it is sort of post-apocalyptic in the sense that like later fallout games are post-apocalyptic and if you're not a gamer what i mean by that is it does feel like this is a bad future. We do not want to go to this future, despite the amazing technological advances that right. are made there. But at the same time, there are a lot of really cool technology. But it's a functioning society. Yeah, still. everything mm-hmm. still yeah. kind of works, and yeah. But for for me, those those almost artful s- scenes where you're taking in the setting, uh, and I think the music plays a good uh, a large part in setting the tone for those. Mm-hmm. Those I thought were really interesting, but for me there were so many. It's such a long movie that I ended up wishing some of those were out, just so that the t- the runtime would be shorter. Which which kind of disappointed me because that's normally stuff that I like. And even while watching it, I was like, wow, that's really cool. I wish I could appreciate it more, but I don't appreciate it because of how long this movie is. Mm-hmm. And and I. Th- I and without going into spoilers, there are several scenes and and uh, plot lines that go through the movie that I think could have been cut entirely and we still would have been left with a very strong story. And I don't want to get into the specifics of those because that's spoilery. But but for me, it was frustrating that I didn't appreciate that I didn't enjoy the the scenes that set the environment and the world that we were in as much because it got bogged down with a movie that had been drawn out by what I saw as unnecessary story elements. I have difficulty picking out any story elements that I would want to cut. There's not a lot of like pieces of the story that I want gone. Everything that's there, I actually really like in a lot of ways. It's just that they take so long with every single beat of this story that it drags and it drags out way past the point where I, my, it's not even an attention span thing. It's that I'm, I feel trapped by this movie as I'm watching it. And you might think of that in a good way and that it's engaging. But what I actually mean by that is that I was stuck in the theater and I had to continue watching it. And despite how incredibly gorgeous this movie is, I really, really wished I could walk out of the theater and go take a break or right. something. Like maybe yeah. come, maybe and come back to it. Yeah. This is not. This is not a movie that you can like get up in the middle of and go, go use the bathroom real quick, real quick, and come back because there, like there's something happening as uh, like while you're like some well, somebody is on screen, something is happening that you need. Kind of for the rest of the movie, there's like, or just... at least at any moment something could happen. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily yes. going to happen in the time of your bathroom break, right. but you have no way of knowing if you've got the right timing to get in and out mm-hmm. while they're just setting the scene for this next scene. Yes. So okay. So one of the complaints that I think the three of us had uh, talking about the 
original Blade Runner was that we didn't think the characters were very strong. Uh, what were you guys' thoughts on the characters in this movie? I love the characters. I thought every single character in this movie was a bonus. Like There wasn't anybody that I felt dr- drug it down for me. Um, Rick, what do you I think? I would actually agree. I, I, I really like the characters in this movie. Uh, so you overall. like the protagonist this time? <laughs> I do, actually. I, I think he's actually incredibly interesting. It, it's almost as if they took the, the suggestion I had for the last movie and made the really interesting replicant the center of the movie and let Deckard be a little tinier piece of the movie. Which I think, I think, I think I is interesting wanna, because... I do want to point out... Oh that something about Ryan Gosling and that I think that he is the perfect actor to get to play a robot with very muted emotions because that is all I can ever think of him as in any movie that he's ever in. He, for me, and I don't, I get the impression that I'm the only one who sees him this way, but I just don't get his acting. He always just feels like Ryan Gosling mumbling, mumbling his lines at the screen to me. Right. And and I will say, I don't know if it's clear in the trailers that Ryan Gosling is a replicant, so that we may have spoiled something there. That's, I also don't feel bad about it, because they go into it within the first 30 seconds of yeah, the movie. I mean, so yeah. we, we're we not going to cut that out. It You've learned it super fast. We're not spoiling anything. Yeah. Um, I'll say that I think because they reveal so, like, almost instantly... Your your main protagonist is going to be is is a replicant. We know the audience knows that almost immediately. Yeah, I think because of that, he's allowed to be that stoic character that Deckard was. But because of that, we are, we're along for the ride a whole lot more than we were with Deckard in the original Blade Runner, or at least for that side of that that particular movie where you right. were like, is he? Isn't he? Uh, mm. Yeah. No, we're I, we're not given a. There are certain questions that this movie raises about Deckard because of that whole debate and Ridley Scott's particular decision about him that I have, and it's really just in the in the movie. Like you can see in the movie that he's an old man in this one, and if he's a replicant, they only have four year lifespans. Like, well, how no, does no, that no, work? The, the, but some the older the older models and some of them did not have a set lifespan. When did, that, where did this, when did they say that? In the opening text role that some of them no. had had yes yeah, some of no. it said it, yes mm-hmm. it did nope yes it, it did I'm they said they had right independent wait, 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 wait. of this text scroll of the movie we just watched yes not the original movie rick i'm, I'm looking up the one for this movie <laughs> they said they had independent it life just came life. out how are you gonna find it i don't know but it's probably on there okay well while you're looking that up i'm gonna i'm gonna talk a little bit about um jared leto's character uh, because I thought that he was an interesting character, but I think his dialogue was not written as well as it should have been. Uh, and for me, that that dragged his character down a, a good bit for me. Um, I, I thought that that almost all of the characters in this were really well portrayed and really well acted uh, and, and interesting to watch on screen. There were some that I thought, although they were interesting, were unnecessary to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And honestly, for there, there's there were a number of times when it felt like whoever was writing writing this movie and coming up with ideas for it thought up a whole lot of things that would exist in this world, and then decided to throw to throw all of them in, whether or not they would apply to or they should apply to our story, and then tried to find some ways of tying them into the story. To me, uh, there were a number of scenes that felt that way, and and because of that. 
again, it just goes back to my frustration with how long and drawn out the movie feels. It feels like, wow, that's a cool concept. I don't know why it's in this story. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, there's there's a lot of things about the movie that I guess are a little extraneous, but at the same time, they fit with the overall theming of the story um, in a way that makes it interesting. There's, there's, I don't know, there's a certain character that I guess you could theoretically cut out of the movie entirely, but at the same time, I think that the movie would be a lot worse off for that character not being there. Um, yeah, I... I <sighs> I can't. I just. I, the more it's I it's hard it, not to go into details. Exactly. Um. And I'll be interested to go into details when we can on the next thing because I have specific things that I really, really want to talk about right now and I can't. Right. Oh. Okay. The the one thing that I will say is that if you've seen the original movie, um, this one leans very, very heavily on a relationship from that movie, and I didn't buy into that relationship well, in the original movie. It leans heavily on just that movie in general. It this does. isn't something that you can watch. Like you can come in and watch this movie, but you're going to be lost through like half the movie because you're trying to put pieces together from the previous movie. I think so. I think they explain well enough that you can you can follow along, but you definitely should watch the original uh, just to you know familiarize yourself with it. But there is a specific relationship from that movie that this movie is just really sure is really important and i did not really feel it in the original movie and so it's hard for me to take seriously in this one when they really really lean on it right which it'd be great to go into more details but we're gonna save that yeah but but it is i do do think it's good to note that they they try they do they try and build off a lot of what was in the original movie not just with relationships but uh, there's there's a whole lot of nods to the original movie just in um, in aesthetic choices. Um, and are, oh they, yeah. To me, I don't know. Like it's difficult for me to connect the world of this movie to the world of that movie. Like it, it just feels somehow disconnected. And I think a big part of it is for me that instead of being entirely on the like what I feel like is the low level like really cramped areas of L.A. during that period, this movie has a lot more to offer of that world you see a lot more parts of it and it is difficult for me to reconcile those well, two but I, at the I, same time it, there is you know 20 some odd years yeah, maybe 30, 30 i think yeah 30, 30 years, years of development between there so well, and I, I think one of the reasons is because in the original movie you were following a cop who were chasing some replicants it was just it's just another day on the streets you're just kind of seeing what's going on between these two mm-hmm. in the movie we just watched it, that's not it the has case. has a bigger it's, story to tell. Well, but it's you know the the fate of humanity's in their hands level level uh, story going on, right? It's not just hey, we're watching we're watching something happen on the streets and what's going to happen for these characters. It's this is this is world shattering for for this new environment that we're in, and and I think th- for me that's the reason that there's that disconnect because it feels. It's just it's become so much more grandiose. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, do you guys want to get into our uh, bite size review? Yeah, I think I think that'd be a good place to go. For me, my bite size review would be that it's faithful to the original in its uh, in its good and its bad. Uh, and for me, that's because 
the strongest elements of this new movie are still the sound and the visuals. The visuals especially. Uh, I think they knocked it out of the park visually. I mean, it's just beautiful to look at. And I think that's honestly one of the reasons that even though I was tired towards the end of the movie, you know, once we're pushing past two hours, it got a little exhausting. But I never wanted to take my eyes away from the screen because even if I was tired of the characters at that moment, it was just beautiful to look at. I've already gone into some of the weaknesses that I thought it had. Uh, and I think that although they did make improvements, those were weaknesses that the original shared as well. Uh, and so for me, that, that'd be my review. Do you give it a recommend or? Uh, I recommend it. I don't know if I'd recommend it in theaters. Um, not, and, and it's difficult to do that because for such a beautiful, like such a beautiful film, often when people say the film is, you know, gorgeous visually, you really want to experience that on the big screen. But for me, I think this is a film that's best served where you can watch it and pause it when you need to, to get up and, you know, go to the bathroom and check an email if you need to, <laughs> and then come back and sit down and continue. Uh, personally. Ben, do you want to go next? Uh, sure, I can go next. Uh, I I actually enjoyed this movie much more so than uh, the previous one because it felt the story felt like it moved along through everything that was happening. I didn't feel um, overly... I didn't think that this movie leaned too much on just oh, hey, look, we've created this awesome world. Look at it, everybody, as much as the first one did. Like, this one actually had a good story, good characters to keep me entertained and keep me involved with the movie the entire time. Um, like, and But also on top of that, like, the visuals are great. The sound is great. Um, I, would, I would recommend uh, people go see this movie. Granted, it is really long and some of the sound is very repetitive. Um, you will have at certain points in this movie have long stretches of the uh, inception. Wow. Yeah. The inception yeah. noise um, that actually wasn't even in the movie. It was just the trailers. Like that noise was used a lot in the trailer, but Hey, Christopher Nolan realized this is going to be annoying to listen to the entire movie and decided to not put it in there. And that was a good choice. <laughs> but you, uh, you still recommend this movie? I would, I would still recommend this movie. Um, but be prepared that this is a long movie. And so uh, my recommendation or my three-word three recommendation um, would be be prepared or be prepared for, for length. <laughs> good good three-word recommendation. <laughs> yeah, I know. Bench. It's four. Well but done. Whatever. It doesn't have to actually be three words. I well, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, my, my bite-sized review of this movie is... Probably well, not. What is it? We'll help you come up with it. My bite-sized review of this movie is it's a gorgeous tortoise because this movie is just visually stunning. I'm I'm blown away by the images that I'm now carrying around in my head. I, I keep thinking back to – normally when I get out of a movie, I'm thinking about the story and how it fits together and that kind of thing. With this movie, I'm thinking back to specific scenes and images from this movie, and they're just so very pretty. And – while it would be a shame to not see that on the big screen, man, you just need a pee break in the middle of it. Like you, <laughs> need, you, you, yeah. you need to like be able to pause it, go take a walk, think about what you've seen, and come back to this. And the theater is not the place for that. Um, but this movie is a big improvement over the original, in my opinion, in in many ways. Um, specifically though the story and the characters they are far more engaging 
they are far more interesting it's a much better overall package i think i don't know though that it will carry the sense that the old one did in that that movie is a cult classic and it's going to be remembered forever i don't know that this one is i think there's a lot that is is it one of those that sequels that will be remembered forever because it's a sequel to the original i think so yeah and that's a little bit sad i mean Mm -hmm. because it has fixed many of the issues that i had with the original but the original I think it was just a big part of it was the time it came out in that mm-hmm. you've never seen anything like this before. And as gorgeous as this movie is, most of what's in there is stuff that, you know, and on one level or another, you've kind of seen before. Mm-hmm. But at the same yeah. time, you know, yeah, I I recommend it in whatever form you think you can ha- best handle a very, very, very <laughs> long movie. I mean, it does. It does push three hours. I w- I was thinking like, wow, okay, are we already getting to the end of this movie? About an hour in because of certain developments that were happening. Right, and I was and like, it, oh, but yeah, okay, at the same, we're not. You know, in, in the same hand, I was also like, wow, two and a half hours in, and we're still getting these brand new story elements being introduced. <laughs> yeah, this feels a little late. We we will get into that kind of thing next time. Yes. But for now, Josh, why don't you tell them where they can find more of our fine programming, like the Blade Runner po- podcast? Yes, done. absolutely. Go listen to our podcast on the original 1982 Blade Runner. It gets uh, loud. It it does. Uh, we reviewed the Very final cut so. because there's like a billion different cuts of that movie. Uh, you can find that episode on our website at opinionatedpodcast.com or on any of your favorite podcasting apps. Additionally, we're on social media at OpinionCast on Twitter and Opinionated Podcast on Facebook. You can reach out to us at OpinionatedMovieReviews at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, additionally, if you get a chance, please leave us a rating on iTunes. It really helps us reach out to new listeners. Uh, between that and you guys just recommending us to your friends, that's how we get the majority of new folks coming to our podcast. Um, we'll see you in about a week with the full review of Blade Runner 2049. And with until Chris. Next, with Chris. And until next time, guys, we're opinionated. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys.